All right, hey everyone. Um, we are super excited to be here. I This is my first podcast ever, so just bear with me as we are navigating some of the newness, but I am so excited for this first podcast today, and I want to welcome everyone and welcome Carly to the Brittany Wheeler Show, which is hey like guys. super exciting. Um, you know, what I want to share of what we're doing today, and hopefully I'll get some music and some cool like introduction, you know, that eventually will come. But, you know, join me as I interview incredible people whose story will encourage you and remind you the life you long for is just ahead. We're going to talk about being kind, uh, working through the hard um, and, you know, dreaming big and living out the life God has called you to leave inspired and focused on what you need to do and who you need to become to live your best life. So again, I'm inserting like some sort of music. We'll figure it out when it happens, but welcome Carly. This is amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for saying yes. And like, I, there's so much to dive into, but I want to start with like who you are. So I want to introduce you because she deserves like the best introduction. We're over here celebrating. She's had some incredible wins today, but Carly's an entrepreneur a blogger of the Bloomy Bloomy Brained blog. So you can follow her on Instagram. Um, She's a podcast host herself. So total inspiration for me. A a writer as well. Total inspiration for me. She's a dog mom, um, a daughter, a sister, a friend, an advocate for mental health and wellness, uh, and my new friend and sister in Christ. So did I I miss anything? That was a beautiful introduction. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Can I be introduced like this, like everywhere I go? Sure. Awesome. I'll just like (laughs) record that part and then we'll like, you can just like pull it out like it's like a, when people ask who I am and what I do, I'm just going to pull that out and, and let and play it for them. This awkward silence as you're like fumbling the one day you can't get your page out of here. <laughs> right. You know, like, what is this? Like, oh, just listen, this is what I do. Right. No business card needed. Um, so I want to start today just by sharing how we met. You know, this is a new podcast. You know, this has really been transformed and been created and birthed and God has been grooming this for over five years now. I've been talking about how I wanted a podcast and I, I think I've been talking about it so much that like God was finally like, well, here it is. Like, what are you going to do with it? Um, and you're part of that. And so our story, I I want you to share like how, from your perspective, how we met, because I just love how God works and so intentional. Me too. Um, and you know, one of my favorite books of all time, everyone should read it. It is called the go giver. Um, in the book, they talk about how amazing it is to connect people. So to play a part in you being here today and introducing you to Julian and Taylor um, and getting helping get things going, it just makes me feel so excited. But yeah, I was on the way home from, I'm forgetting where I was, I think I was at an appointment or something, and I, I was actually supposed to be headed here to pick up my hard drive. And um, he texts me and he's like, sorry, not today. I haven't had the chance to render everything yet, like maybe later today or tomorrow. And I was like, okay, well, that actually works perfectly because I feel like I really need a smooth. Yes, I was coming from a workout and I just really needed something in my body. I needed a smoothie. And so I pulled into what I thought was Kelthy Living, which is a smoothie place I used to go to. And I'm complete. The sign was actually still up. So I felt bad for a while. I was like, am I that unaware? No, the sign was still up for Kelthy Living. Signage is really hard. I'll tell you what, it takes weeks and weeks to get permitting. It's going to take weeks and weeks to come down. Yeah, exactly. So I walk in and I'm still like really just unaware. I'm, I'm like 
messaging people back on my phone and they just notice kids everywhere. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is amazing. Oh my God, I love babies. And I get up to the line. I'm like, wait, where are all the smoothies? <laughs> like, this is all coffee. What? Like true experience of like living life totally unaware in your phone. Like you were like, right. oh crap, like this is this, I shouldn't have been doing this. Like, this is that moment you criticize other people for. <laughs> right. So this next moment, I mean, this is the cake moment, right? So I'm faced with, do I leave now and go find something else to put in my body? Or do I make the most of this? Am I here for a reason? And I looked at things for what they were. I was like, Carly, they have snacks. They have granola bars. They have bananas. You love coffee. Just get a coffee and a little snack and sit your happy tail down with your computer and get to work. Like, no, there needs to be no more wasting time in transit because you know how traffic can be here. So I was like, let me just go ahead and sit down. And I'm sitting at the community laptop table. And there was one other girl there. We chit-chatted a little bit. But then you came over after I had been there maybe like 20, 30 minutes and complimented the stickers on my computer. And I was smitten with yours. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love yours, too. And then we just... It just was like one thing after the next. We related on both writing books. We related on, you know, being women in business and women empowerment, entrepreneurship, um, so many things we related on the 501c3 nonprofits, Mm. so many things. And it was, and the fact that we both talked about being Christian, Mm. that was so, that, that was just when I knew I was like, okay, there it is. It was like the cherry on top of the Sunday. It was like a a spiritual filling, if you will, of like, yeah, everything else was great and we loved it, but it was like, Ooh, it felt good. Yeah. Like it felt right. It was like total divine intervention and you just know in that moment like okay I was meant to make this connection and connect with this person today. I know why I stopped now. I know why I didn't leave. I know why I wasn't able to come pick up my hard drive. So that's even so weird that you know him now. Yeah. And even he technically. Wasn't part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean imagine if he had said come now. We would not be here. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know you. So really. (laughs) For real. So uh, it's uh, it's just so beautiful to think about and you know we talk about surrendering and I think that that truly is surrendering is just allowing asking God to just really use your body use your vessel and carry you from each place each encounter each experience and just to be open yeah. in mindset and um, perspective absolutely and I think God uses I was telling Julian earlier he uses um uses coffee shops for me, you know, <laughs> I mean, God's like, Hey, I need you to meet somebody. I'm going to tell you what coffee shop to go to. And I, and it's happened three times here. That's you know, crazy. you were one of them where like I've instrumentally met someone that either I needed to re-meet or meet for the first time. Yeah. And I mean, what people don't know is like, I had been started my book and I didn't know where to go from there. You know, I have always oh wanted to do a podcast, right? I have been like, God. just those two things alone, right? And what you got answered at the writer's meetup, like that, that is just wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So we had a, a later meeting and it was a connection and just now I'm part of a writer's club. I'm like the cool kid. We're in a writer's club, guys. You're <laughs> welcome. We meet first Monday of the month. It's fine. Um, and just... 
it like it was one of those things where I sat in my car and just understood the significance. And I love to be so present in those moments when God uses me and is like, mm. sit down, you know, choose here. Like literally we sit were down we were trying up. to be these kids were trying to take advantage of our AirPods. They were trying to take our AirPods in exchange for their toy carrots. Yeah. And we were like, that's so cute. But I think the value is a little bit different. Like we were just so like immersed with this like childlike innocence, which, again, yeah. I think is a beautiful, you know, um, compliment to God and just that just reminding us of whose we are and who we are and, and just that innocence of it all. Right. And truly like, you know, we are just walking this walk and we, we, we have to be open to meeting the right people. And I think, you know, one of my friends calls it white knuckling. We can't white knuckle our life. You know, mm. we white knuckle our life and then we leave God out of it. And these moments don't happen. You know, mm-hmm. if you would have white knuckled your shake, right that day and gone somewhere else like we would never have met and I just Wilmington is not that big people you know I came from Alexandria Virginia right the DMV where like there's like 18 middle schools like it it's not you know it's not that big but it's big enough to where we wouldn't have met and I just I love our story so much um you know so I want to dive into some questions because I got some good ones for you. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So how would you define, you know, one of the things that's so important to me is being kind. I I always joke, like, it's not hard to be nice. Um, And I've kind of defined my life on it, honestly, of being kind and and doing kind things. Um, And yeah, sometimes I get burned from it, but it but it biblically is also the right thing to do. Um, But I you know, how would you define being kind and uh, does being kind come naturally to you? can say I can give so many answers to this question but who I am now today um, I think that being kind to me is loving people in the same way that Jesus would love them so I have to ask myself that sometimes I'm like how you know rather than picking apart maybe what I don't like or don't resonate with about this person or experience or group of people what do I like? Mm. Let's focus on the good about them and love them for that because we all have shortcomings. We all have things that ail us. Um, and no, you know, I'm, I'm only human. Sometimes it doesn't come naturally. I believe that there's like a study that shows, um, that being negative, it, it, physically requires less muscles than being positive, happy, choosing happy, smiling. So it's so much easier sometimes to hone in on things that maybe are not the best. But I believe that that is of this world and that's not of our hearts. Mm. Our hearts are love and they're meant to give love, share love, spread love. So I think that sometimes when I'm maybe struggling to feel kind I try and pull myself out of the external world and go from dive from within um, to find the kindness to find that love and I really think that kindness is speaking with intention I love that I think too like I when you were talking about it takes more effort right it's kind of like velocity right mm-hmm. once a car is in motion it stays in motion motion you know, once you start lifting weights and go to the gym, you keep going to the gym, right? Yeah. Once you start doing the dishes, you keep doing the dishes. I mean, I could give you all these examples. I feel the same with kindness, right? Yeah. Like it, it is a practice, right? It takes effort. But once you keep doing it over and over again, it just it just becomes part of your habit. It just becomes part of your day to day, you know? And so I think that intentionality is so much so much part of that self-discipline, right? Yeah. Of being kind and choosing kindness and we're, we all make mistakes. Like it's not easy. Life is hard, but it's, 
it's choosing to pause and mm-hmm. not act in that negative space. And if you do, just course correct, right? Yeah. Like that's huge. Like you said, you know, being aware. Um, you know, how has kindness, whether being done to you or you done to others, have ap- affected your career or your calling, what you're doing now? From me or when received, would you say? Both, either. Both? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that it has propelled me further in life. Um, as Rhonda says, she wears many hats. Mm-hmm. I've been using that now. I wear many hats and no matter which hat I have on this day, whether it's writing for a client, whether it's working on film, working on my book and meeting people like you in the coffee shop, um, so many things, no matter doing a hair client, no matter what I'm doing, I just have to remember, um, that I will go so much further in life giving people the kindness mm-hmm. that they yearn for. And it, it, if you have two roads and it really doesn't matter which one you take because they're both going to take you to the same place mm-hmm. at the end of this life, why would you have not chosen the one that makes you feel like butterflies and rainbows and makes the times feel easier maybe when they're harder. Why would you choose the darker path, the more negative path? So that's kind of how I think about it too, is they're both taking me to the same place, um, or they're both taking me to the end of this life. Let me choose the happier path to go down and enjoy this life more. Um, but in a career sense, you know, there's, I don't want to say there's the an end of the path yet in this moment. So being cognizant of exuding that the utmost level of kindness to no matter who you're speaking with, who you're working with, it will carry you farther because people want to feel good. People want to be seen. They want to be heard. And people love when you take interest in them. And that's actually what I got into the podcast for. I love, just like you do, I love picking people's brains and hearing what they're all about, hearing their own stories. So I think that it opens more doors being kind. And it goes back to one of my favorite quotes. Um, You can do anything in life as long as you have 10% knowledge and 90% the will the personality, the drive, um, and you know, you can always learn the 90% and have that knowledge later, but it really just is who you are as a person that is that 90% and 10% knowledge. You can always learn later, but you know, you, you may not always be able to change your heart at the drop of a dime if that's not something you practice on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And I, you know, like, positive attracts positive, right? Mm -hmm. It's again, science, you know? So I think to your point too, like, you know, you're attracting the same type of people. And so us meeting, like, yes, it was God's hand, but it's like looking now, it doesn't look so weird, right? Because we're both on the same purpose. We're both intentionally serving others with a heart to change lives and to leave this world better. And, and through the focus and the lens of God, uh, with him at the forefront. So yeah, I, I, I think that like you're saying, the 10% can be taught, you know, and that's even the same for, you know, just people in training and developing. Like I was just talking to Julian about it. Like if you can, 
you know, if, if you see the goodness in someone, right, that 90%, you see their integrity and their confidence and their passion, yeah. you can train them to do just about anything, yeah. right? Absolutely. Like, well, you can't train positivity. You can't train kindness. You can't train timeliness. Mm-hmm. You can't train integrity. That's like, that's already there, right? Yeah. And those are habits that you don't have the payroll to change. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, now too, that we're kind of on this, I do have a really great story that, um, it, it restored my faith in humanity. I do feel like as a young child, because the skills really were not there, but the personality and the heart were there. Um, it was my sophomore year of high school, and I was I had been on JV cheer the year before, and I was trying out for cheer again, um, but I wanted to be on varsity because my everything I had everything but the tumbling. I had the spirit, I had the cheers, I had the rhythm, I had the personality. I had the you know perseverance to want to work and put in the hours, but I just for the life of me with how like lanky and double jointed I am, um, and I was having issues with my wrist at the time. I could not throw my back handspring, and I was in all of these lessons trying to really work on that. Open tumbling, open gym. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know the coaches were watching me every single day, and there were like three full nine-hour days of tryouts. And on the second day, and I mean I was putting in work, like all the workouts. I was trying my hardest, and then towards the end of the second day, we started on the tumbling and. I gave it my best. I had a spot, but you know, they really want it to be they want it to be perfect. They they don't want you to be still be training. Yeah. Um, and I could do other things, but I just couldn't do that one thing that was required. So at the end of the second day, um, I was really upset, but I, I went on a run after and I just was like, I'm I'm not gonna show back up to the third day because um, my high school bully I knew was going to be on JV and it's I just their podcast topic seriously I just couldn't do it um, I just really couldn't do it if you know she was going to be on JV I really wanted to be on varsity but I knew I knew that I didn't have all of the checklist checked yeah. off so I was like I'm not going to waste any more of their time I'm not going to come back on the third day because I know what's required of me and I get a call after the third day or maybe it was after the second day maybe there were like four days and the coach asked why I didn't come today and I just well, I was honest I told her I was like I don't have my back handspring fully and she's like you know you have every single thing else and I love you as a person you're you know such a light to be around you're so much fun and so loving and you're willing to work so I think that we'd be willing to work with you and it just was this moment of oh my gosh, like, how could this be? I knew the rules, but then it goes back to, you know, you go above and beyond and they see, you know, they see how hard you're working and that you're bending over backwards in other areas. People in life might not even notice some of your shortcomings because you're going so above and beyond in different facets of what you're working on. So that was very, um, very monumental for me as a young 15 year old girl like wow you truly can do anything you put your mind to and you believe it absolutely so I believed it and I got it and it was awesome well and I think too like you know hats off to that coach because it is so much more you know yes skill is important you know it is like especially in sports and as you grow through you know collegiate to then professional level absolutely it's Mm -hmm. a job right um but you know, so much of a player comes from within, right? Comes from the environment they create, you know, Mm -hmm. comes from 
a space of hard work and ethics. And you look at any professional athlete, you look at anybody that's been the best, and it's not because it came easy, right? Yeah. It's not because they sat there and did nothing, you know, um, or didn't have discipline. So, but at the same point, you know, they worked hard and they worked through those obstacles. And I think that every, you know, I had experience as well in AAU basketball where like, I, on paper, I look like crap, right? But mm -hmm. my personality, my willingness to work hard, my teamwork, right? Yeah. Like that, that's what can't get trained, right? Yeah. And coaches will turn down players for that, right? So mm -hmm. I think that it's, it is like, if you're willing to work hard and you've got that kindness, like mentality in front of you, like that's also what people are gravitated towards, right? Like you're yeah. a light, especially with, with, you know, cheerleading and girls in high school, like having that role model on the bench, right? On the team, yeah. keeping people focused. You may not have been a captain, right? But you could have been a really integral part of the team, mm -hmm. you know, keeping these girls in a good space. Yeah, absolutely. Which is Thank important. you for that. Oh my gosh, of course. So. One of the things that I talk about, a lot of different podcasters that talk about it, is this idea of choosing your hard, right? Since yeah. we're on this path of like hard and doing hard things. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because like every, life is hard. Let's just get that straight. Like life is hard, okay? But you have to pick which hard you want, right? So not being healthy, right? That's my journey as well. I was overweight. I was obese. I didn't fit in the clothes I liked. I had, you know, mental health issues. I wasn't healthy, had high blood pressure possibly pre-diabetic, right? Uh -huh. um, or I, I could get gastric bypass and work on those things, right? Both are hard, right? Absolutely. But I had to pick my heart and I chose gastric bypass. So I, you know, kind of wanted to chat with you about like, what has been your path of like choosing hard, even in this season, right? Mm -hmm. And what, which, which hard did you choose, right? Because we, you, you know, your history of, of, from what I've known, you has been, you know, you were a self, you know, business owner, you know, you were a hairstylist and you had a successful business and you could have kept doing that, honestly. Yeah. And that took a turn for you. And now you have the, all these accolades that I mentioned and all the things that you're doing, you know, what was that hard for you? And, you know, which one did you choose? Honestly, um, you know, going back to what you just mentioned about me doing hair, hair and makeup full time um, and making substantially more than I do right now to be able to take the time to work on my crap, my other accolades and, you know, the mini hats I wear. Um, the hard for me was choosing to believe in myself when wow. nobody else believed in the vision that I was seeing that Lonely I needed road. to chase that I that I felt in my heart God was telling me God was pulling me out of a specific industry and telling me to go do something I had never done before um, you know I don't even have a college degree so to proclaim myself as a writer um, <laughs> certainly the texture of that was a little bit weird at first but what am I doing every day I'm writing what am I doing for businesses writing what am i working on writing a book you know i'm a writer yeah so honing in on that belief in myself even when it wasn't there and i'm i'm not talking about like just wasn't there i'm talking about like people going against my plans pushing back telling me i'm crazy you know my own family and friends and of course with love but it just at the end of the day it was nope, you know, this is going to be hard. A lot of you aren't going to understand this. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let a lot of people down or maybe their version of let right. them down. Um, because we all have these puzzles in life, right? And my puzzle needed 
to take a piece off. I didn't need to be in the hair salon anymore. But what does that look like to other people? You know, I may be fitting in a certain puzzle piece in their puzzle, and they're like, no, 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 keep it on, keep it on. We don't want you to take it off. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I have to take this piece Mm -hmm. out of the puzzle right now because other pieces are not able to fit in that God is telling me needs to be in that puzzle. Um, So choosing my heart is just choosing to believe in myself, even when I myself can be my worst enemy some days. Um, but through through all of that, you know, really turning to God and strengthening my relationship with him. Um, he, you know, I heard this thing one time. It was like, God either feels like your father or your partner, like your hut for us, like a yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, honestly, that's so funny because he feels like my husband. Yeah, like, feels, yeah. <laughs> like everyone's so different. But yeah. I was like, he feels like my man. And when I'm all alone and I know that nobody else believes in me or maybe sees what I'm doing or understands what I'm going through between health, life, social life, balancing work, my um, autoimmune stuff, all the things I'm like, he sees me and he believes in me and that's good enough for me. And he tells me that I need to do some of this and you know, that's good enough. And also choosing your heart is knowing that it's, you know, it's not just a walk through the park. You have to choose to put in the work every day. And I think we, um, we maybe talked about this at the writers meetup, or maybe I was going to send a voice memo to you guys, but Basically, I was going to ask you guys if I already hadn't, uh, like, bl- having a brain hey, ladies, here. This, you're, you're getting this from the podcast, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make sure to send the voice memo after this. Right. <laughs> but I, I was going to ask you guys if it is ever, like, torturous trying to parent your inner child and sit yourself down to mm-hmm. write and start that timer. And it's almost like the enemy pulling you away, like, 1, don't do it. thousand percent. Every like, single reason not HGTV to. HGTV seems really enticing. Wow, you All could just binge. You deserve you to could rest. Cook. You could deserve you Netflix could, and chill. Oh, my like, God, yeah. The, the rest, that's a huge one. Mm-hmm. All these things. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I have to start. I, yep. I promised myself this, Ed Milet, keeping promises to yourself <laughs> is what builds confidence i promised and truthfully if ed ever watches this which i i'm confident he will he better because i've been a follower for a long time (laughs) that truly is the recipe to confidence Mm -hmm. is not breaking those promises to yourself we all have this idea of confidence and some of it can be so vain and have to do with looks no truthfully it is keeping the promises so but sitting down, once I get started, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my like God, I'm on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I, then you can't stop and you blow You're right through the timer. Words. Yeah. So it's it's choosing to put in the work. And then once you flow, you're flowing. Yeah. Once the dream comes, the dreams come. Yeah. But it's choosing. My heart is choosing to put in the work some days. Um, my heart is also having to say no, because naturally I have a people pleasing personality. Mm. I think that is why I believe that sickness is spiritual. And if you look at where your thyroid is, so I'm in remission for Hashimoto's. Um, If those of you guys don't know, it is an autoimmune disorder that deals with thyroid, your thyroid. So basically I, um, I listened to this thing one day and it was like, yeah, we believe sickness is spiritual. If you look at where your thyroid is, it's in your throat chakra. What is governing your throat chakra is, you know, your ability to stand up for yourself, your ability to speak your truth. 
and I had just been so people pleasing for so long. I was like, oh my God, no wonder I'm sick, especially the industry I was in, trying to make everybody happy doing hair. Um, So learning to say no to things has been hard for me, very, very hard. But I do believe for a while it was making me so sick because before you know it, you're looking at your schedule and you're not making any time for yourself because you have said yes to everything. And while it was such a fun social social life, I wasn't getting as much done when I was saying yes to everything. Yeah, and I think that people, you know, like you said, like, you know, discipline is the feeling of doing something, is doing something long after the feeling of doing it is gone, right? Yeah. That's confidence, there's discipline. And, you know, choosing your hard doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It's just which hard are you willing to endure, right? Yeah. And you were willing to endure the hard of, you know, talking to that subconscious mind mm-hmm. of diving in and, and following something way greater than yourself, right? Because yes. I also believe that choosing your hard is paved with a road of regrets. And so if you don't choose the hard that is going to serve you, that's going to um, better you, that's going to encourage you, that's going to help other people, you're just going to live in regrets, truthfully. Like, yeah. you know, so many things in my life I could have stayed, right? And you and I talk about, too, like how something I was thinking about when you shared, like, I was judged for having a more manly voice and bullied in school. I never would have thought that about you. I was like, I got made fun of for my voice and look at this, look what God's doing. I (laughs) have a podcast, right? Seriously. Like I wasn't a good writer. I was told I, I, you know, write too much. I had some of the structural things that aren't, Mm -hmm. you know, I needed to work on my language and stuff, but like I I'm too, it's too much. It's too fluffy. I'm writing a book, right? Yep. You're a storyteller. Exactly. And so it's, it's recognizing within that hard that it's opening the doors to like who you're meant to be because choosing yeah. the heart is uncovering those things and directly speaking to those insecurities, directly speaking yeah. to those things that people once saw were less than, but God has been trying to show you that they're the exact reasons he created you, the exact powers, the, ex- the exact yeah. gifts that you're meant to deliver and show. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. I mean, even people saying that you wrote too much and too much of it was flowery and fluffy. I mean, the same thing with me and I'm sure you got this too, but telling stories, some people are like cut to the chase already. Oh my gosh. Everyone's like, and I, <laughs> I feel like my friends are like totally, I love you guys. Cause they love my stories now, but it took time. I had to groom them to be yeah. my storytellers. You yes. Know? Sometimes I apologize. I'm like, hey, what I really mean to say, let me circle back. So when Uh you meet a cyclical talker, you're like, my people, like they get it. (laughs) No, seriously. I mean, you it can make you feel like, okay, like what's wrong with me? Why am I not able to cut to the chase? Is it my ADHD? (laughs) (laughs) But no, we're storytellers. We're storytellers, right? And we don't want to leave any detail out because every detail is so vibrant and it has a purpose. So yes, I I agree with you there. Um, Would you say you're living out your dreams? Absolutely, because a part of living out your dream is you know the universal law of cause and effect. Um, you know you have to put in the work to achieve what you're achieving. And while there are so many little micro achievements along the way, I'm still heavily in the space of putting in the work. Um, so yeah, absolutely, I'm living out my dreams day by day. Because honestly, just waking up and being alive is my dream. That's that's all I ever dream on a daily basis. I mean, of course, we all have huge dreams, but I just feel so blessed to wake up alive um, and be healthy most days that I'm like, this is yeah. 
this is the life. This yeah, is that, a dream. The humility of almost like you're insignificant, right? Like yeah. just like the simple things, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. And, Being and, able to step foot in the grass. Yeah, yeah. And you know, people will ask me. You know, there's there's challenging times right now. I'm not gonna say things are easy, but um, for for a friend, like, are you well? I'm like, I've literally never been the healthiest. I look fantastic. Like, yeah. it's not perfect, but like, there's so much more to be grateful for, right? And there's so much more, like. Our heart is getting up and being our own boss. Yeah. Our heart is going to coffee shops. Do you yeah. know how people oh, would kill yeah. for that, right? And, and that's the that. funny thing about it all is, yeah, it's it's all so relative and it's, you know, it is just what you make it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And this kind of segues to the next question, but there are so many people out there that I know of in my own personal life who are suffering day to day, mm -hmm. who are choosing a heart that's not serving them or have decided that their dreams aren't worth it. You know, that they they're over. That's it. Whether it's age, whether it's I've got kids, like whatever they have decided as the reason why their dreams cannot come true or why they can't choose the heart that's going to best serve them. You know, what do you have to say to those people? And is there any tip? Because we you and I have been there, right? We had that crossroad moment of like we chose the heart that we knew was for, for God. Right. Yeah. And, and we knew it was for a greater purpose. But what tip would you give people and what would you share with them about like that life, like how they're living really at this point. Yeah. And I mean, we, we still have to choose that every single day um, because it is so much easier to choose the hard that is, you know, the lazy version rather yeah. than the work yep. version. Um, because at the end of the day, they're both hard. But what I have to say to people that are in this space um, mentally at the moment is this life did not come with an instruction manual, baby. <laughs> if it had come with an instruction manual, you know, th there are no rules to this. Th this life is what you make it. And it would be so much easier if it came with an instruction manual. So don't take things so seriously. It's all a learning process. If you're not growing, you're dying. I mean, we're all technically yeah. dying right now. We never really should arrive, right? That's never really. Right. And even then, if you're a believer, you, you head up to a, a greater place. Absolutely. So, you know, just focusing on growth. And the best book that I really read for this was Atomic Habits by mm. James Clear. You, I, you know, I love that book. I, I love I tell, That's like one of the amazing. first books I give clients because it's so tangible. Yes. And I think so many people too. Atomic Habits by James Clear. It really talks about the science behind habits and how they can benefit you and mm -hmm. how to do them. And I think that so many people, especially entrepreneurs, can get caught up in even just taking that first step. And I think yeah. you did such a good job of like identifying lifestyle habits too and making it simple. I'm so sorry. Keep going. Oh my God. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. And no, I... I one of my favorite highlights from the book is just focusing on 1% better every day. Mm. And a story to back this up in the book is the man that wanted to lose weight and he didn't want to go to the gym, but he told himself, he's like, I'm going to build the habit. Okay. So what can I do to build the habit? Every single day after work, what was it like five days a week, yep. he would walk into the gym and right back out. And before he knew it, it's a habit that he built. And he's like, well, why the heck would I, you know, just walk right out? I'm already here. Mm -hmm. Might as well stay. Okay. Might as well stay five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And before you know it, he's someone that enjoys working out every day. Yeah. So it's, it's a matter of just that 1%. And I know that it seems so silly, but like he puts emphasis on, think about how big 1% can be when you look at it over a period Compound of time. Compound interest, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And I think for me, like, I don't know. I just, I want to leave this earth with no regrets. 
Mm -hmm. Right. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what a lot of people sit in is dreams change. Your whys change. Your heart changes. No matter what that is for you. You know, if if you feel that not choosing it, it's going to live, leave with regret like that. When people say they leave this planet and go to heaven, they don't say, oh, I wish I had more cheeseburgers. They they talk about the things they wish they would have done. Yeah. And I (laughs) never want to live like that. Right. I want to have much rather struggled and you know, that's, that's saying, that saying of like, I'd much rather have loved than lost, you know, mm-hmm. or not loved at all or whatever. I, I feel the same with like living out your best life and, and believing in your dreams yeah. and choosing your heart. Do it because living with regret will kill you faster than like choosing your heart or choosing your dreams or what you feel God's calling you to. I mean, absolutely. You know, living with regret will kill you faster because what is the number one leading cause of death? in the world and I've certainly in America is heart disease. So, yep. you know, all of these hurting hearts out there, um, it's, it's crazy to think you, like I always say, I'm like, I don't know how people don't, I'm such a knowledge seeker myself that I just have to know. I'm like, I don't care if I fall flat on my face. Like I have to know how yeah. I will do it this. So I'm going to go after it. And I heard on the Ed Milet podcast once, it's like these conferences, these big business conferences with the world's billionaires and trillion or millionaires and billionaires. They are not success conferences. They are failure conferences Mm -hmm. because these people, these women and men and whoever, these humans have all failed at like five, six, seven, eight things, nine things. And then they hit it big with that one next thing. Yeah. And then they're there and it's just an eclectic bunch of people that have tried and tried and tried because they don't live with regret. They went after it. They took the bull by the horns and got on the saddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I mean like failing forward is real, right? To me, failure, the only way to fail is to give up Mm -hmm. is to turn back is to stop doing what you're doing. Like truthfully, right? Because it's a numbers game, people. You know what I mean? You got to try it and do it more times than you are successful. And, you know, I, I, there's, you can literally look up every story of a business, an entrepreneur, Apple, you know, Microsoft, whatever. There's all these incredible stories of these business owners that like did the one more thing. And that's Mm -hmm. what Ed Milet really focuses on is one more. They did the one more thing and that one more was success. Yeah. So I think that just as much as people don't live out their dreams, they also don't stay, right? 17 million new businesses were formed in 2022. I need to get the statistics for 2023. Probably 25% of those will be in existence now. Why? Because people don't stay. Mm -hmm. They don't want, like to them, just like not having success right away or not having what they determine as success, it's too much. They turn back, right? Yeah. But it's like, no, you stay until, right? Like mm-hmm. until. So kind of in that same vein, maybe not quite same vein, but it's fine. It's my podcast, whatever. Um, <laughs> how has God refined you? Because I think there's going to be probably some like some negative things in that refining. So maybe that's relevant to hard, but how has God refined you in this calling that you're living out in who you're becoming? Gosh, this is such a hard one because there, this could be a whole podcast episode Mm. in itself, but I guess God has refined me. Um, I'm going to do mentally and physically. So I guess physically, when I started to go through this spiritual breakthrough years ago, I had to sit down and really look at what was absorbing all of my time and my being in the beauty industry. So much of it was 
time for this nail appointment, this lash appointment, this hair extension appointment, this appointment, that appointment, just an eclectic bunch of appointments. And not that there's anything bad with any of these services, um, but they were kind of ruling my life. And I was like, this is, to be doing this many things as like my extracurricular, like this is, other people are doing this, they're doing that. Like my whole life is surrounding the beauty industry. I really need to trim the fat a little bit on a lot of this and make time for other things that benefit me in, you know, a completely different way than just through vanity. So God calling me to make those changes um, was hard, certainly for certainly for body image and body positivity reasons, because it really made me seek from within and And the industry that kind of defined you, right? Literally beauty was now being told that you can't define yourself by that. So you're like, where do I go? Like, it's almost like this, like, absolutely. It's like you have nothing to grapple to. Absolutely. So I was like, I need to find this person that I lost in here under all of this, under all of the change and the industry and this and that. I need to find my inner child again, who, who I am as a person and you know, now I love my life and I'm, I'm so happy that I shed all of those things because I didn't need any of them. I didn't need a single one of them. They're nice to have. They're certainly yeah. nice to have. And every now and again, I will treat myself to one of them, two of them, whatever. But am I living my week to week life around them anymore? No, I am not. And it, it feels incredible. Um, well, and God never wanted your outer. He doesn't, he doesn't care what we look like. Yeah. He doesn't care if our exactly. eyebrows are threaded. You know, my nails have not been done in years. Like I told you my story. I haven't gotten hair. I trimmed my own hair recently. I haven't gotten haircut in three years. I know, like a big <laughs> judge. Uh, the curls hide my secrets. Um, but God does not care your physical. He cares about your heart, right? And that's part of that refinement was for him to reframe your mind on what he cares about. Absolutely. Not, not what you cared about. But remind you of who he was, who's whose you were and what he cared about. Absolutely. And how I, you know, started to become mentally and spiritually refined by God, I would say, is that I, you know, recognized one day I was like so much of what is surrounding me is who I'm becoming. I I need to I need to remove myself from the people and the conversations that don't serve me. I I do not like gossip. I don't like to talk about other people's lives as if they were not in the room with us. Um, You know, I will talk about certain things if it's already like public news and knowledge and someone's okay with me sharing on their behalf or if it's very passive, like, oh yeah, you know, blah, 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 so-and-so's here today. And it's just, it's not gossip. It's like factual things. Um, That's very different. But especially coming from the beauty industry where so much... Of, I mean, think about it. You're with someone for hours and hours. Yeah. What do you do after that long? Um, it's so much of it just became gossip. And, you know, I was the stylist, so I'm the one listening to all of it. I'm the one opening my energy up and absorbing all of what I'm hearing on a daily basis. And it was exhausting. Um, and I had to recognize not everybody will be like this, Carly. When you leave and you switch to part-time, um, you're only going to keep the people that make you happiest because you have conversations while you're, you know, in the industry with your clients that are invigorating, that are inspiring, become refined in a way, in a sense of learning 
who you don't need to be around you anymore, even if it is for money, because I'm sorry, but money is from the world of illusion. We don't get to take it with us when we leave. So it's certainly not worth messing up our energy and lowering our vibration and our frequency over it. Um, I mean, that was making me sick. So learning to having the discipline and the self-awareness to remove myself from the conversations and people that don't serve me. Um, that's a very large way that I've been refined and that's been a very hard thing to go through because, you know, I love some of these people very dearly that I don't need to really be around on a daily basis. But does this mean that I can't love them from a distance and still talk to them here and there? No, absolutely. But what it does mean is that if my energy consists of, you know, spending time with them or giving time to them on a daily basis, I may never get to where I'm going because it's keeping me in the past. And it's not serving you. You know, It's not serving me. Yet. It's interesting. I was watching a good old Oprah lover and <laughs> Michelle Oprah. Obama, and they were doing an interview and Michelle was talking about how she had to do what they what she's calling. I don't know if she created it. Whoever did good for you. Um, silent ghosting. Right. And this we idea, this right? Writers right? This idea of like, <laughs> hey, I want to get dinner with you. And you're like, oh, I apologize. I've got this thing. And then you don't follow up. Right. It's like, it's this idea of you're not going to put effort into the people that are no longer serving you. You're not going to be rude and disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Right. Be honest. But like, if someone wants to hang out with you, and don't like I'm the kind of person where I will bend over backwards to make something work I'm yeah. just that kind of person like I value people's time I respect their time I know you do so when I say I'm going to do something I do it and that's again why I think people work with me is because I you know that whole like honesty thing but mm-hmm. uh, I'll go bend over backwards but I've had to do the same thing where it's like I can't bend over backwards for you so silent ghosting is like oh darn sorry that didn't work period like yeah just let it be right and I think you know God does such a good job of decreasing you and increasing Christ. So that way he kind of does the silent ghosting for us because people are like, she's doing what she's not doing this. She's leaving all of that money. Oh my. And then they're like, all right, we're on to the next. And it's like, thank you. Like doing the work for you. You probably had people in your life like that, that just kind of left you even before you had kind of recognized that that was part of your journey. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's so beautiful to think about how things just work out in your favor. And I always say like, even when things are hard, he is not doing it to you. He's doing it for you. You know, he, you may be here, but you actually need to be here. So don't, don't fight him too hard when you're in the safe Harbor, but you have to take your ship out of the bay and go through the storm to get to the rainbow absolutely and the beautiful island um just trust the process absolutely and that's really hard too um real quick what's what's next for you i don't want you to divulge too much because like off air i found out some really cool stuff so don't share that but like what kind of in a nutshell is next um still working on the books about halfway through with the children's books with the book with the graphics and everything um working on the novella i love it (laughs) we're gonna i just want like a writer's like a huge writer's conference where we all launch our books there's five different um authors maybe six in this group now and we all have different books it's so 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 special and so cool yeah uh, to get experience that absolutely um working with an agency now for print work and fingers crossed film 
Um, and then I will be starting real estate school soon. That way I can have my license to do referrals here in the area. My, my dad always told me as a child, I don't care what you do in life, but you, he was a real estate agent. Mm. He's like, you need to have your license, you know, just, it's good to have for buying your own house. It's good to have for referrals. And, you know, I'm, I've been plugged in almost a decade here in town. I know so many people I would be doing a disservice to myself, not having it, even if I don't practice full time. Yeah. Um, hopefully more travel in the Yay, future. I know. Um, open to a new relationship. I'd love to welcome love in my life. Oh my gosh, um, please. More family time. Yeah. yeah. So just just trying to direct all of these things forward and yeah. just keep them all, keep watering all the yeah, little plants. All the little plants. Sure all these growing. little babies. There, God, keep going. Right. Um, well, I, I first off want to wrap up with a couple of questions that I'm going to do. I love, shout out to John O'Leary. I love how he asks a couple of questions of his guests. And so yeah. I wanted to really like, I was like, how can I hone in on what I value personally and professionally? Like I am a small yeah. business consultant. I have a health and wellness company. And I'm like, how can I value that? And so uh, the two questions I'm going to ask are fun for me um, because I'm a huge supporter of local. Yeah. Um, if you catch me at a Starbucks, it's because it's my last option. Sorry, Starbucks, but I'm in the Same. towns, I'm in the cities, Same. right? Um, and I will always seek out small business. So um, I really felt that part of this podcast should really be a nod to all small businesses. So over the podcast series, you're going to see some more love for small businesses definitely happening. Um, but my question for you is, what is your favorite coffee shop here in Wilmington? And what's your go-to order? Okay, my favorite coffee shops are there's so there's, I, I know it's a really tough one. Gosh, it's there tough. are so many. We have like eight, and then there's a ninth coming. It's insane. I want to say um, there's one on Carolina Beach that I really love. I believe it's called like Magic Beans. Have oh, you heard of this? No. I want to say it's called Magic Beans. Okay. Um, I any type of latte or cappuccino with coconut flavor mm, i usually tropical-y. try to do yeah, yeah. sugar-free coconut and then coconut milk i'm obsessed with coconut milk um so that's typically my order anywhere i go um but yeah that's i love magic one. beans that's a good one and now i have to go thank you for adding one more I to my list really like. just hope that's the name of it i swear <laughs> that's the name of it yeah, they are not paying for advertising so it's totally <laughs> fine um and then my next question is what is a local restaurant uh, mom and pop that you can't live without? Yeah. So this answer might be like a little abstract, but it just was the first thing that visually came to mind when I browsed the script a little bit earlier, but Lovey's and Tidal Creek, Mm. because you have the hot bar, you have the salad bar, you have the cafe, the smoothies, the juices, then you even have the groceries. So if Mm -hmm. you just like want snacks like granola or like there's so many, so many things, fruit, local fruit. Um, and for those that aren't local to Wilmington, Lovey's and Tidal Creek are mom and pop co-op co-op and also similar to your whole foods, but local, um, smaller and smaller, but you know, they have a variety of their super health conscious, you know, Mm -hmm. for those that have, you know, need allergy friendly or dietary yeah. restrictions. Um, I actually brought a client there to just kind of walk through what she could and couldn't eat and, yeah. and how to read, you know, labels. But yeah, and you, the day that I met you, you introduced me to Lovey's. Yeah, so because you were there. Yeah, yeah. it's talking about running into people at coffee shops. You need to go to, which both of them, Tidal Creek and Lovey's, but there is some sort of weird, like good weird okay. energy at Lovey's where okay. you just see people and meet people okay. like 
no else. I'm so in. I'm ready. Go there a lot more. Perfect. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much. Like I like I we could keep talking and Julian's gonna be like, crap, this is really close to the time <laughs> that we need to cut out. Um but thank you so much for being the first. Thank you so um, much. I hope you'll come back on. Oh my god, absolutely. I, I think we need to like narrow down what we want to talk about because we just discovered three different podcasts. Yeah, this and I'm excited segment. to have you on mine too. I know, I'm so excited. So thank you so much, Carly. And um thank you everybody for watching and and listening and just um I'm really excited to show and to share with you people that truly deserve to be shared their stories, just regular people getting to talk about the things that matter, um, being kind, choosing your heart, dreaming big. And, and for those that are believers, living a life that God has called you to. So we'll see everybody next time. Bye.